Birds. 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 How uh, how was your guys' weekends? It's been pretty good. Um, I went and saw uh, the new Avengers movie oh, this nice. weekend. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, not not as good as the first, but I mean, I don't think you're going to get that sort of fresh feeling again. Mm. Uh, you never. <laughs> Once you watch fresh. Avengers, you can just never be clean again. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever had that not so avenged feeling? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike through Wikipedia. Uh, I'm your host this week, Kyle, and with me as always is Sky and Tim. Uh, what we do here is we uh, play the Wikipedia game where we start on one page on Wikipedia and just using the links uh, on those in those articles, not in the see also's or uh, other areas. Captions are OK, but uh, other other lists we keep uh, hands off. Uh, Sky and Tim will be trying to find their way from one page all the way to another page that is sort of sort of kind of linked. Uh, I think we'll have a lot of fun this week. I'm starting uh, with something that happened just a couple weeks ago that I'm still feeling the effect of. Today, we are starting at daylight saving time. Daylight saving time. Yeah. Not daylight daylight savings. That's part of the reason that I picked it, Tim. (laughs) It's daylight saving time. Yep. Specifically. The one one mnemonic that I use frequently to remember things like daylight saving time rather than daylight savings time is that we use that S in USA. And uh, (laughs) so, so, so we've taken the S out of daylight savings time. Yeah. And in words like toward and, and forward and, and used it instead for the S in USA. Yep. Cause we're too patriotic not uh, to use that S. So, so is that like, so, so when you have like a word, um, like, like favorite (laughs) in the U spelled with a U, yeah, we took that U out for our USA. Oh, that's USA. so good. USA. So, so where does the A come from? I don't know, Tim. This this doesn't this doesn't work for everything. I'm I'm gonna have to find this out. It has to come <laughs> from somewhere. There's a word somewhere that doesn't use the S or doesn't use the A. I don't know. I'm going I'm going a lot of weird places today. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, in the meantime, we're going to go to a, a different weird place. Uh, uh, actually, just relating to Ohio because. I thought this was neat. We're going to go from daylight saving time to Cardinals. 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 The bird. Yeah. National, oh, yeah, national but... statewide bird of Ohio. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. I was going to say. It's our state bird. It's interesting. Why, why? <laughs> Is it your state bird too? No, I don't think why? so. You guys are really, you said that in such a strange way. Is that I a thing that I should know about Cardinals? <laughs> I think you share it with a bunch of people, but oh, that's probably, fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, the reason that it's the state bird is that it never leaves. That's, yeah, that's it's always hanging around. Literally the reason that uh, it's the state bird here. So yeah. the <laughs> All bird. the other birds leave. Yeah. Yeah. Snowbirds, remember? Yeah. State bird of Michigan is the American robin. Aw. They're little carnivores. They're carnivores? Yeah, they eat worms. You never oh. think about that, oh. do you? Oh, no. But they're just little predatory... <laughs> They're tiny dinosaurs. That's what they are. Ah, yep. um, I'd rather have the red-winged blackbird as our state bird. Tim loves a red-winged blackbird. I man. do. And you know what? Every every day I that I get on the um, <laughs> the on-ramp to uh, get on M6 to go to work, mm-hmm. on that curve, there's always a gang of red-winged blackbirds just perched on like signs and posts, and they just watch you as you go by. Wow. It's so cool. I did not know anything about that. Like, why, why, why specifically red-winged blackbirds? Because they have that, like, those red kind of stripes on their wings. It looks kind of like badges, or it, they do. They look like they're wearing little armbands. It's, it's like they're a gang. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can get it. I can understand that. Robins okay. just, you know, they just kind of like, hey, look, look at my, look at my red breast. That's what we got. <laughs> it's not really red. No. Well, it's not as red as a red-winged blackbird's wing. That's true. Yes. Uh, so anyway, forgetting both of those birds, we're okay. going to check out Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're trying to get from daylight saving time to Cardinals. Yeah. I okay. figure this is kind of an early bird gets the worm kind of thing. Uh, sure. Uh, but to start, 
we uh, we get to play my favorite game from the family game book. Yay, guys! It's been so long. It has been a long it's time. So long since you guys have gotten to do this. <laughs> Crack that thing open. Long. Too long since I tried to depress you guys. So uh, today, since we're going to be talking about birds, I'm pulling from the section about nature and science games. I, what I do for my opening game, or my, uh, my kickoff, or... No. What we're trying to do is figure out who's going to go first. Uh, and what I like to do is I, I have this book called The Family Game Book, which is from the 50s, uh, late 50s, early 60s, uh, in which they try poorly to come up with games that you can play with your, uh, with your small children to teach them things as well as have fun. Yeah, so, it's uh, usually the first thing more than the last thing. Yeah... And uh, today we are going to be pulling from the chapter Educational Games for Boys and Girls 6 to 10, specifically the nature and science games. All right. Uh, since dealing with nature. Yeah. So tell me, guys, how do you play treeless tree tag? <laughs> you, you don't. <laughs> I mean, it's a contradiction. <laughs> you saw sit down in the circle and think about what that means. That this is reality. Yeah, remember when we had trees, kids? <laughs> it's probably where you one kid's it, and you run around, and if he touches you, you have to put your hands up like you're a tree with branches, and if you, whoever's still in... Oh, come on, oh I, I want to I piggyback off you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this, isn't, this doesn't work for competition purposes, but... So to unfreeze you, uh, someone else on your team has to identify which type of tree you're mimicking. <laughs> oh, and, which is determined by the tagger. So like you'll be tagged, and they'll be like uh, American cypress, <laughs> and of course you'll have to mimic an, a, a cypress tree. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then someone else has to run up to you and touch you and be like like palm tree. No, no. <laughs> Uh, birch? No, no, cedar? Clearly. No! Can't you see a damn cypress? <laughs> when you see it with the with the prom promy hands, I don't know what promy means, but it definitely sounds tree like. It does. No, I'm good. I'm good with promy. All right, all right, Sky, you want to finish your idea? Nope. That's <laughs> that's it. I guess. Jeez. I'm sorry. I paused I so Candace. It. I paused so Candace could stop making noises. Yeah, I heard it. And uh, I just get. It's a drive-by. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry I sort of hijacked that. Yeah. just How, just about, how about we go through and then you'll count to three and then we'll both name our things at the same time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, like we started the game. Oh, oh. And we I go see. like, oh, what link are you guys going to? Oh. <laughs> and be like, and like we'll say them at the same time. And then you can choose which one you want to go first. Uh, Once sure, we start. okay. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so we're that's at daylight not, savings time. Uh, do you not want to know what? Do you not want to know what treeless tree, tree tag is? What? Do you Are not want to know what treeless tree tag is? <laughs> do you want me to answer answer I, that? I thought I thought we hit it right on the head. Yeah, you I, were actually pretty close. <laughs> is it that they you, they have to like hold their arms up and then someone has to run by and like high five them to get no, them back in? No, no. Okay, okay so treeless tree tag, or I'm sorry. Uh, we have to define tree tag first. Sorry. Tree tag is a simple variation of an ageless running game. In order to deconstruct tree tag, you have to know, first let's, define what tree tag is. First, let's take apart this problematic... Uh, no. As plain tag, a player called it changes the others to try to tag someone. <laughs> Whoa. Who in turn become it. A player... You have player to dress like it. an evil clown. <laughs> but in tree you tag, the runners, the runners can escape by first touching the kind of tree previously agreed upon as safe holy crap hang on uh, it gets better uh, of course this <laughs> they they actually explain this first of course this involves being able to identify <laughs> <laughs> to adapt to, so adapt like a six-year-old has to be able to identify what kind of tree this is yeah to adapt tree tag for a treeless yard or a gymnasium because you know school oh and man Plant, quote unquote, plant pictures of trees yes. at strategic spots, <laughs> tacking them or pasting them in place. No. For the game to be of any learning value, the illustrations must be accurate with characteristic bark, leaf, fruit, etc. Oh my gosh. Depicted. 
Several trees should be planted so the children will actually have to look before touching. The variety of tree that is safe should be changed frequently, too. A runner cannot be tagged if he puts one one foot on the proper tree (laughs) (laughs) or on the floor or one palm against the tree on the wall. How desperate are you to play this game where you're like, yeah. oh, we don't have any trees. Let's get some pictures. Activity book. Oh, Why are you trying even... to put trees where there are no trees? Nope. This gets even more desperate. It has a separate box here. There's a sidebar called Art Project. <clears throat> <laughs> just yet yeah, literally just Art Project. Children often enjoy preparing the trees for planting. With the use of reference books, a committee of those interested of children, six to ten year olds, that's the that's the that's the uh, group term for children. A committee of children uh, can draw the required trees on eight by ten oak tag or cardboard. No titles should be allowed. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say down here you can also do this with birds, uh, other plant life, <laughs> uh, rocks and mineral types, and pro- and possibly even seashells. Don't try so, with fish. Okay. Do not try with Don't fish. Try with fish. <laughs> So uh, that that was treeless tree tag. I liked that they don't they don't explain what tree tag is first uh, before they get into this article. And they're like, no, no, hang on. We got to back this up. Got to back this tree tag train up. Wow. So anyway, daylight saving time, uh, not savings time. Sure. That I'm still feeling the effects of weeks later, uh, hours, hours that I've given up uh, for the sake of farmers. (laughs) Do you guys have something that you wanted that you guys wanted to go with, or I just realized that for daylight saving time here, um, the health effects it says it has mixed effects on health uh, in societies with fixed work schedules. It provides more afternoon sunlight for outdoor exercise, of course, um, and alters sunlight exposure, um, which may be beneficial or may you know uh, help lead to skin cancer. It says. Uh, it may help in depression by causing individuals to rise earlier. That does not seem like something that would help <laughs> depression. Um, but some argue the reverse. So there you go. Um, and then the Retinus Pigmentosa Foundation Fighting Blindness, chaired by blind sports magnate uh, Gordon Gund, or Gund, successfully lobbied in 1985 and 2005 for United States Daylight Saving Time extensions. Why? Because it's dumb. So. I- does does daylight saving time help fight blindness? I, I guess it gives you more by, light by putting your eyes in the sun more. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, although the uh, uh, looking at the history here is is interesting as well. Um, the uh, history of it here is that, or at least according to this article, they're saying that it was first proposed by a New Zealand entomologist, George Vernon Hudson. Who, Thanks, New uh, Zealand. <laughs> who wanted to be able to uh he says that his shift work job gave him leisure time to collect insects and led him to value after hours daylight yeah so in 1895 which is way closer to modern time than i thought it would be mm-hmm. uh he suggested mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He presented a paper <laughs> are you okay yeah <laughs> do you need more sleep because of daylight saving time nope i'm good uh, he presented a paper proposing a two-hour daylight shaving shift, which is insane. Why would you do that? Two hours. Ugh. It's not so bad. Could be three. Could no. be three hours. So many, uh, many publications credit his proposal uh, as as like the starting point for it. Um, let's see. The English builder and outdoorsman William Willett, who independently conceived DST in 1905 during a pre-breakfast ride. When he observed how many, with dismay, how many Londoners slept through a large part of the summer's day. What a jerk. What a jerk. <laughs> it's like these other I'm up. people are. Everybody else should be up. Yeah. yeah I just had I, breakfast. What a jerk. Uh, also, an avid golfer, he disliked cutting his rounds short or cutting short his round at dusk. His solution was to advance the clock during the summer months, a proposal he published two years later. This is insane, and I hate every part of it. <laughs> so you have two people independently coming up with daylight savings time. I think that means that it was a necessity and a good idea. I hate you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like, if you ask someone, like, why we have daylight saving time, and most everyone will answer, you know, oh, it has something to do with farmers yeah. and agriculture. 
Um, but according to this article, it doesn't. Or Benjamin Franklin came up with it because that's another that? myth. Yeah. Right, yes. It says historically retailing sports and tourism interests have favored daylight saving, which makes sense because mm-hmm. the more light you have, the more people are probably willing to go out and do stuff. Yeah. Then it said, while agricultural and evening entertainment interests have opposed it. Mm-hmm. And then um, the war's end swung the pendulum back. Farmers continue to dislike daylight saving time. <laughs> um, so I, I guess like it's that's kind of kind of lousy if you're a farmer. It's like we never really wanted this. And now we're being blamed for it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the cow gets milked at whatever time a cow gets milked. It doesn't make a difference to us <laughs> what time the sun rises or what time we get up. So, uh, I, I, I just, uh, mm-hmm. I, it really makes me upset every year when it happens. I don't, I don't care about the extra hour one way or the other, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just I, something I, to be upset about. <laughs> I, I suppose so. It's a distraction from things that it should actually make me upset. Nah. I, I love daylight saving time. What? I What's think it's wrong great. With you? This podcast is over. No. <laughs> it's like it's like the weather. Like you know, in modern society, we don't have a lot of um, events in our lives that we can really experience together as even as like a local community, but even as like a nation. Okay. That's a rare thing. All right. So, like, to be able to go through this is just something like, oh, yeah, I so, gotta turn the clocks back. So, what you're saying? Oh, I mean, where's Nancy well, and, and Jerry? Did they not turn in the clock back? Oh, they're missing church. Can't, <laughs> can't we just get our village raided by people or something instead for like just yeah. one day? And it's just one day. I, I, what? And you don't have to worry about if If, 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 you're, if your motive behind this is for <clears throat> people to suffer together as a community, there are plenty <laughs> of other things that can do that that'll take less time. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't remind you of how arbitrary and subjective something that we believe is is as concrete as time is. You know, like it just reminds us that we've just the system is just a construct that we've made. We're all playing true and look, 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 <laughs> we could just play God and change it. And it happens and it messes everyone up. Uh, this is this is getting too deep. We're, we're awful creatures. We are. <laughs> Uh, a little fun note also farther down the page here is that uh, William Willett, who is one of the guys credited with this, uh, his memorial sundial is always set to DST. So it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. He thinks that it, it should be that instead. So at certain points of the year, he's dead in the future. <laughs> and wrong. <laughs> and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There is no wrong. There is no right. <laughs> Even a dead Praise man. Praise DST. Is- even a dead man is right <laughs> twice a year. Uh, uh, what links are you guys picking? Because I get to pick who who gets to go first. Okay, right? so it's countdown from three. <laughs> so three, two, one, and then we'll say. All right, three, two, one. District Circadian of Columbia. Rhythm. All right, we're different. That's hey. awesome. That would have been even better, though, if you had picked the same one. That would have been hilarious. Uh, I want to go with Circadian Rhythm. I don't know which one of you said it. Because I was only half listening. I was trying to pick up you both at the same time. And for a person with one ear, that's difficult. It was me. Okay, Tim. Circadian, Circadian Rhythm. Circadian Rhythm is my favorite prog rock group. <laughs> um, it's, it's actually also the title of a rock uh, band um, or an album by the rock band Fifth Project. So of course it is. Nice. They beat me to the joke already. Okay. Uh, so Circadian Rhythm is the thing that uh, tends to get messed up by daylight saving time. <laughs> It's a biological process that displays an endogenous and trainable oscillation of about 24 hours. What does that mean? It means you got a 24-hour rhythm. Oh, okay, yeah. That's basically what it means. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they need to give it all science talk. No, no, It just means that your body likes to do certain things at certain times. They want to talk about it like it's chronobiology, which is another word directly after that. So the earliest recorded account of a circadian process dates from 4th century BCE when Androsthenes, a ship captain serving under Alexander the Great, described diurnal leaf movements of the tamarind tree. Check out these leaf movements. Check out these leaves moving. How am I seeing these from my ship? (laughs) Don't you have something better to do? I guess I'm not on my ship at the time. (laughs) Nope. Um, Uh. And we recognize these in humans as early as the 13th century in Chinese medical texts. Wow. Including books called the Noon and Midnight Manual, 
and the, the mnemonic rhyme to aid in the selection of acupoints according to the diurnal cycle. Sweet. Oh, I, I bet this. you'd love to read that one, Kyle. I, I do love that. I want to read that. That sounds amazing. Kyle mnemonic. Oh, that sounds so great. <laughs> oh, no, wait, that wasn't the whole, that wasn't the whole title. Yeah, no, it's, it has. <laughs> it's the mnemonic rhyme to aid in the selection of acupoints according to the diurnal cycle, the day of the month and the season of the year. I love it. I want to read that book so bad. It does sound kind of artistic. <laughs> what makes a circadian rhythm? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> what makes a circadian rhythm, Tim? Um, there's three criteria. First, um, the rhythm has to be has to have a free running period um, of about 24 hours, so it has to last about a day. Okay. Uh, persisting in constant conditions. Um, so it, even if it's totally dark out all day, mm-hmm. your body will still be in a sort of a rhythm. Sure. Okay. Uh, the rhythms are entrainable, uh, which means it can be reset by exposure to external stimuli such as light and heat. Or DST. Um, right. <laughs> yep. So so it'll last, but it's still, I mean, it'll it'll still last through 24 hours of darkness, but it might still kind of reset after that. It can still be altered, I guess. Wow. Um, traveling across time zones illustrates the ability of the human biological clock to adjust to the local time. Yay, jet lag. Yeah, and it makes you feel terrible. Makes you feel alive, Kyle. So terrible. <laughs> and the rhythms exhibit temperature compensation. In other yes. words, they maintain circadian periodicity over a range of physiological temperatures. Thank you, Wikipedia, for clearing that up. I do not know what that means. What does that mean? Um, live at a broad range of temperatures and differences yep. in thermal energies will affect the kinetics. No, this isn't helping. <laughs> right, um, so in order to keep track of time, the circadian clock must maintain a roughly 24-hour cycle, despite changing kinetics um a property known as temperature compensation so i guess temperature can change your rhythms right but a circadian rhythm will i guess kind of fight against that wow so yeah this is one of those things that gets screwed up you that's what this is one of the reasons why dsd makes us feel miserable sometimes yeah you blew right through though in uh the second point about the rhythms being entrainable that the uh, external stimulus used to entrain a rhythm is called the zeitgeiber which, come on, how did you not read, like, stop right there, full stop, Zeitgeiber, or Time Giver? Zeitgeiber? Yes, that's what it says. Sounds, like, it... A, sounds like a German MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I, Zeitgeiber. I feel, I feel like this is, like, one step away from a Batman villain. So I guess that's, those are, like, the cues for when you think it's day or night. So that is an amazing word, though. Yes. So there has been some research on humans, of course. Uh, it says early research into circadian rhythms suggested that most people prefer to day closer to 25 hours when isolated from external stimuli like daylight and timekeeping. Wow. Hmm. I wonder why um, that is. It said, however, this research was faulty because it failed to shield the participants from artificial light. So, yeah, what is the 25th hour? Huh. <laughs> now, that, a- now that would make a good story, I think. Hmm. A good sort of Lovecraft tale. Yeah. Um, I thought you were referencing Persona 3. Nope. Oh, yeah. I could have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. That's, yeah. No one does. That's, okay. that's why I was like, okay. <laughs> in this study, though, um, <laughs> in this study, uh, although subjects were shielded from time cues like clocks and daylight, uh, they still allowed them to turn on a light when they wanted to and turn it off when they wanted to sleep. Yeah. So they so can that, just make artificial. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of muddied the waters a little bit mm-hmm. i would imagine like we do that all the time now like world yeah. of warcraft would be a, a decent way to study <laughs> people's circadian rhythms well when they log in and log out right <laughs> i don't th- i don't know like that i wonder i wonder if that could be mapped to a sort of rhythm though I really do. I bet it's like a cha-cha rhythm or something. Like it's cha-cha it's rhythm? something off. Yeah. It goes one, two, one, two, three. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> just like all that, all that blue light streaming into their face yeah. all the time. Yeah, that can't be good. No, it's oh, just gonna screw you what, up. People, if you want to take a little nap during the day, it's not gonna mess you up. It's not gonna spoil your dinner. It totally does. Take I can't short, do it. Take a short nap. It'll be okay. Your no. rhythm's gonna be fine. Disagree. <laughs> and maybe your rhythm's already messed up, Kyle. Well, if it weren't for this daylight maybe, saving time. Maybe, maybe take <laughs> daylight a nap. Daylight savings time was like two months ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe 
taking a nap is trying to help your <laughs> circadian rhythm, but you that's don't entirely, feel like it is. That's entirely possible. Yes. So uh, yeah, I do really like here that they specify that Arctic animals, um, they, they show circadian rhythm only in parts of the year that have sunrises and su- sunsets. Uh, but they also specified that these particular animals that they've studied are just the ptarmigans and reindeer. So there are some birds up there that are just like freaking out every time. There's- <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't sleep at all. <laughs> this is terrible. Who suggested this? Uh, so, yeah, they I guess I guess that happens with uh, 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 several other animals, though. They also say that um, even even in total darkness, other animals like the ground squirrel and nocturnal porcupines strictly maintain their rhythms uh, even without sunshine, which is crazy. I just like the fact that there are night porcupines and day porcupines. Right. <laughs> Have you heard uh, of like those people that can that like try to get by by like a half an hour's sleep? What? Like they train themselves to uh, it's I think it's a it's like a half an hour or is it 20 minutes like three times a day? Oh, they sleep. What? Yeah. Yeah. If you do it for like two months straight, you reset your rhythm and you can somehow get by on like an hour and a half sleep or something. Oh, that's awful. I, I think can't. you would begin to see demons. I don't, I just don't know how you do that with a job, but well, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that's going to happen for most people. Uh, so what would happen? Do we know what would happen if our day were somehow longer or shorter? Like if we were on another planet, like if there's any way to approximate that, I guess. Um, well, I, a quick search in the uh, Wikipedia article here says the circadian rhythms of humans can be entrained to slightly shorter and longer periods than the Earth's 24 hours. Huh. Um, researchers at Harvard have shown that human subjects can at least be entrained to a 23.5 and a <laughs> 24.65 hour cycle. Why would they want to go to 24.65 hours? Why? Because that's how long a day is on Mars. Oh, oh, clever. Yeah. Yeah. They, they want to train people to get used to Mars time. So it sounds like we can't get before setting them out there to die. Before <laughs> yeah, before setting up daylight saving time on Mars where everyone will just be upset all the time. <laughs> all right. That is this is all pretty awesome. Uh I I can tell you that I would want to click on Zeitgeibers, but I I'm not going to tell you where to go, Tim. Where That's would my- you like to my favorite anime <laughs> uh, um i i want to go toward birds and last i knew birds are, are kinds of animals hmm. i'm so going just, to animal <laughs> just animals for the muppets drummer see no it's not oh uh, <laughs> that'd be so great yeah yes i would i would appreciate that all right so i'm on the animal page i'm trying to find the actual link for animals. Let's right? do it like they do on the animal Wikipedia page. I'm not seeing just animals. It's it's the first or it's in the first the paragraph. Okay. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of animals on this page. <laughs> there's a lot of animals <laughs> in general. <laughs> All right. Sky, where are we going from daylight saving time for you? Uh Washington, DC. District Washington. of Columbia. Home District. of the Washington DC Cardinals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> weird weird no um so washington dc i guess i didn't really know about the the foundation of washington dc much as far as like the the founding of it okay um of course it was they just picked you know they passed this this residence act and that approved the creation of a national capital on the potomac river you know after they decided to found it um between 1791 and 1792 this guy, Andrew Ellicott, and several assistants, including a free African-American astronomer yep. named Benjamin Banker, Banneker, uh, he, they surveyed the borders of the federal district and placed boundary stones every at every mile point. And many of those stones are still standing. It's just a really cool way to map it out. Yeah. They made the city. They They said, hey, let's make a city. (laughs) The federal district was named Columbia, which was a poetic name for the United States commonly in use at the time. Sure. I didn't know that that was used for the whole the whole nation. Um, I mean, Columbus, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 
so there's a lot of stuff about Washington, D.C. I want to talk about uh, the Smithsonian Institution because that's like the coolest part of D.C. That for me, true. at least. Yes. I've never been. Have you guys been? No. No. Yeah, we should make a trek out sometime. Um, Let's do it. How many museums do you think the Smithsonian operates? Oh, it has a lot. Just one. Um, <laughs> I'd like to say like 17. Yeah, you're close. 19. Oh, 19 oh, museums wow. and the National Zoo. And they're all free to the public. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we pay taxes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Tea, tea party, Tim. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just saying. He uh-huh. did go for cons- uh, for family values in the last podcast. So, Oh, I try not to remember that. <laughs> it, was, it was great. What are you talking about? Yeah. Some of them include the National Museum of African Art, National Museum of American History. Oh, cool. There's a sculpture garden, um, an arts and industries building, which would be pretty cool. So there's just a lot of stuff that I want to go see. But yeah, that's that's all I want to talk about Washington, D.C. because there's way too much and. I could, I didn't I scroll through. I didn't find any like little cool quirks, but well, the one thing that does get brought up, I and I, I remember this from when I was in in grade school. Uh, people talking about how Washington D.C. as a as its city plan is looked at anyway uh, was was put together by a Frenchman. Oh really? Uh, so, yeah. So it was not a uh, an American born person uh, who worked on it. They worked with uh, Pierre Charles L'Enfant a uh, French-born architect and city planner to design the capital. Uh, this would be in 1791. The way that they wanted to do it is he featured broad streets and avenues that kind of radi- radiated out. And I remember uh, mm-hmm. he, he sort like, of wanted... It's kind of like a wagon wheel, right? Uh, Am I thinking of it right? There are multiple... Yeah, there are multiple kind of nexuses... Nexi? Nexi? The little centers. And the streets kind of radiate, yeah, you sort of take spokes out of those centers. Okay. So they sort of cross in this weird uh, diagonal intersection. So they, I guess, it, I mean, it looks sort of like stars or, you know, things like that. Uh, it's a cool idea. Uh, he actually had some conflicts for the, the way that it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and it did not get built the way that he originally intended. And well, I mean, in its most American, in the most American way possible, they had to come to a compromise. So there yep. you go. Makes sense. Yep. Cool. Um, what I'm going to click on is Cardinals. Cardinals. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, that was quick. <laughs> I'm going to click on. They mentioned Virginia all over here, and I'm pretty sure the Cardinal is a Virginia bird. Virginia is for Cardinals. <laughs> Virginia is for Cardinals. Virginia is for Cardinals. Yep. So the states of Maryland and Virginia each donated land to form the federal district. I'm going to click on Virginia. Sounds like a plan. Or Maryland. No, Virginia. Virginia sounds right. Are we? You, I can get ready? there if I need to. I can get there if I need to. All right. Um, so, Tim, tell us about just what are animals? Good question, Kyle. <laughs> animals are multicellular <laughs> Karyotic organisms of the kingdom Animalia, which sounds like a good place to live. So the <laughs> word animal comes from the Latin word animalis, meaning angry spirit. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Frustrated <laughs> spirit. <laughs> but no, it means having breath. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh. Um, so same same thing. Yeah, that's what I said. Tomato, tomato. So here's here's a question for you guys. Oh, everything is pain. Yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Do you do you consider humans to be animals? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do too. Okay, <laughs> okay good. good. Because I mean, we both have we all have we all have multiple cells. We all have breath. We all Mostly. we all fit the criteria. <laughs> we yeah. should know better. Um, Devi- yeah. <laughs> Divisive on the daylight saving time. <laughs> but we can all animals. agree that people are animals. <laughs> so, but according to the article here, in everyday non-scientific usage, the word excludes humans. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, animals often used to refer only to non-human members of the kingdom Animalia. Yep. Um, often only close relatives of humans, such as mammals or mammals and other vertebrates, are meant. Well, which, I mean- yeah. Because yeah, because sometimes people are like, special. oh, birds aren't animals; they're birds. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> they are not. <laughs> they're dinosaurs, tiny, tiny winged dinosaurs. Nobody yeah. says birds aren't animals. <laughs> I think some people do. 
<sighs> fish aren't animals? Are because like I've heard fish, birds, and animals. What? No. So why would they why would they separate? Well, what about fish, no. birds, and mammals? No, animals. Mm. Fish, birds, and animals. Uh, they must uh, think uh, mammals as animals. Well, what mammals about like, as mammals as animals? <laughs> what about insects then? I mean, those aren't animal shaped. Um, or those aren't mammal shaped, but we classify those as just Yeah, are those animals? Or are they, they insects? Uh, according to the article here, our animals are divided into various subgroups. Some of which are vertebrates, which are uh, your birds, mammals, amphibians, reptiles, and fish. You got your birds, you got your mammals, your (laughs) Um, The mollusks, which are, you know, squishy, squishy, (laughs) and or shell things. The uh, the underrated, one of the underrated categories of animal. Um, Arthropods, which are your crawly, um, stingy things. Scary, yep. Uh, Occasionally pinchy. Ah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, annelids, which are your earthworms and your leeches. Yeah. And then, and then, like separately, have they have them. separately they have sponges, mm-hmm. and separately they have jellyfish. Yeah, I mean those things are freaky as hell, and we have yeah. no way to classify freaky, them. Freaky, freaky alien creatures. That's mm-hmm. actually the name of the phyla. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just so who is the father of modern taxonomy? <laughs> who is the father of the animals? <laughs> Um, he could be father of the animals. I would call him that. Um, of modern no taxonomy. Yes. Are we talking about? Oh, the um, or? Whoa. Go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking really hard. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, who it, came up with the idea for like the you know breakdown of the which I can never remember what what is it? Carl von Linnaeus. And oh, he right. Has, he has the most puppy doggediest eyes. Wow. Oh my gosh. This this portrait of him, those, those are the eyes. biggest, those gentlest eyes. eyes. <sighs> Surrounding a doughiest face. <laughs> it makes you think that I he just hugged every animal that he came yes. across. <laughs> I'm going to put you in this class. I hope <laughs> that is okay with you. I love you. Move along now. Uh, Continue on, small spider. He's so naive. (laughs) So I learned about this guy in biology class. Uh, Yeah. With, uh, oh, what was his name, Tim? Biology teacher, seventh grade. He's in the rock band. When when he was there, um, when you were there, that'd be Ben Westland. Yes, Westland. He was not my biology. You you substitute him for once, I think. I did. I knew you'd know him. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we learned about Carl Linnaeus uh, and we were middle schoolers and you can understand why um, we kind of thought that the name was a little funny. Oh, sure. Yeah. And our our dude, our the, the Westland thought it was funny, too. And so <laughs> I think he slipped up a couple times. Nice. <laughs> without nice. really knowing it. I don't quite understand. I Carl Linnaeus. Oh, Carl Ney. Yeah, it's wow. That's that's a stretch, but yeah. I mean, at juvenile, it'll, yeah, yeah at juvenile. Saying, schoolers can do anything. Don't. Yep. We also <laughs> learned that that whales, uh, what dorks were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, uh, so, so I yeah. just want to point out that in these uh, pictures of other animals, which they just have like the most generic animals here, they have in the I guess to show off birds i man i this is so hard to do but uh, the they have a picture here of the superb fairy wren which means there is, yeah which means there is an average fairy wren somewhere <laughs> they, they all hate that superb fairy wren so much <laughs> the middling he's so hot wren. shot <laughs> he um, hangs out the superb fairy wren hangs out with the feral camels on weekends now do they you go, think they go run marathons together so like I know during like there was like this like fossil craze I think of the in the 19th century where people were trying to discover as many fossils as possible yeah and basically just making stuff up and that's how we kind of got is that how we got like the brontosaurus is that a guy kind of didn't really check his his stuff and was like yeah this is a new this is a new animal I think and, that's how that happened for a couple things yeah yeah and so like there was just like this race and there was like two prominent dudes and I wonder if that I wonder if that happens in like the naming of of stuff too like oh man I, I basically your branding like your discoveries mm-hmm. so like oh man i i really need a winner here let's call this the superb <laughs> like <laughs> blank right like so this is the superb leopard and yes. uh okay. just really bump up it's uh i'm clicking it to see what they, image. see if they call it you know let's see 
oh no, 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 that's just another name for it. It can also be <laughs> the superb fairy wren is also known as the superb blue wren or colloquially as just a blue wren. Yep. It's Aww. trying to, it's, it's doing that itself. It's trying to make that stick guys. <laughs> so I, I have to continue with this just for a second. I was, I was exploring a little bit, um, going back to Linnaeus. Mm-hmm. So you are, you know, you're, you're classifying things. You're getting into this racket. You're one of the first in the field. How do you do it? How do you like, you know, we, so, okay. Yeah. Those are birds, but like, <laughs> what is a bird? What is yep. a bird? So, so we talked about this there's, before. here's an offshoot article. Um, he defined them as, as aves or aves, I'm guessing, you know, avian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. Um, and this is from the 10th edition of Systema Natre, in which he listed the 564 species of bird that he knew from around wow. the world at that time. Wow. And this is how he described it. A beautiful and cheerful portion of created nature, consisting of animals having a body covered with feathers and down, protracted and naked jaws, the beak, yeah. two wings formed for flight, and two feet. They are aerial, vocal, swift, and light, and destitute of external ears, lips, teeth, scrotum, womb, bladder, epiglottis, corpus callosum, <laughs> and its arch and diaphragm. Just name all the things that it doesn't have. Yep. That'll define um, it. Linnaean characteristics. Heart, two oracles, two ventricles, warm, dark red blood. Mm. Mm. Oh, Lungs. Dang. Lungs. Oh, <laughs> respires alternately. Jaw, incumbent, <laughs> naked, extended, without teeth. Eggs covered with a calcareous shell. Organs of sense, tongue, nostrils, eyes, and ears without oracles, covering incumbent imbricate feathers, supports two feet, two wings, and a heart-shaped rump. Uh, supports? Supports. Heart-shaped rump? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And then after that, flies in the air and sings. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it does. Just like, I don't want to end in heart-shaped rump. <laughs> it, it flies in the air and it sings. That's what it does. And then he further divided the birds based on the characteristics of their bills and feet. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, that's one way to do it, Linnaeus. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's not far off. That more or less describes that bird. But I'm not going with that um, offshoot article. I'm going to go with surprise uh, birds. 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 Going to the bird page. We're just going to have that like 20 seconds or two. Birds. Birds. Oh, we could have a little quiz here. So don't look at the page. Oh, oh, dang. All right. All bird, right. Quiz. Oh, bird quiz. Yeah, bird quiz. <laughs> bird quiz. All right. Let's go to Virginia. Virginia, it's a state. What? <laughs> yeah. Are we singing everything tonight? Flora and fauna. Virginia is a state. Forest cover. Virginia is for lovers. <laughs> Forest covers sixty-five percent of the state. Sixty-five. That's a lot of state, I guess. Yep. Lower altitudes are more likely to have small but dense stands of moisture-loving hemlocks and You're mosses. Saying, What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the gypsy moth infestations uh, oh, gosh, are huge yeah. down there. Um, I, I, just, I think there's parts of Ohio that dealt with that too, right? Still dealing with. Still dealing they're, with. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're intense. They don't mess around. Yep, they've got the cypress trees. These American cypress trees. <laughs> so I guess if you ever need to play the the treeless tree tree tag game, and basically all of them would be cypress trees. There's there's white tailed deer there. Oh neat. Beavers, uh, raccoons skunks just kind of like when you think of a disney movie forest it's pretty much the virginia forest they specify virginia opossum here and i did not realize they have that old opossum Mm -hmm. i gotta click this and see if i mean he looks super chill oh my gosh he is that is (laughs) super chill most of the times possums are not uh very photogenic (laughs) but this possum like i would i want this on my wall i'll send this to you tim he's just like hanging out man yeah He's, oh no! Nope. It's looking good. The uh, the picture of the one farther down the page is all is not very chill. It. Oh man! Oh no! There's a dead one. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's playing possum. That's the dumbest thing. I can't believe I actually fell for that. <laughs> Got I'm you. Re- I'm really. Oh, mad. there's a dead one. 
it's just, it shows this dog that is looking at a dead dead quote unquote possum in confusion like but i it i what, what? did i i didn't do that i didn't do, what happened what there's also a baby or joey possum and its Aww. head is like it's like a one-to-one ratio of its head to its body like it's <laughs> it's a weird looking thing the most chill possums whoa in an attempt to create another icon like the teddy bear u.s president william howard taft was tied oh. to the character billy possum yeah, yeah billy yeah. possum there's a little mention in here but billy Came possum back. still does not have its own page it still Aww. redirects william howard taft i'm really sad about that one of these days we need to write an article this post is it. so cool yep all right so um the Virginia possum is in Mexico is known as Telache, Taluchi, and Telachachi. Oh. So why why does why does Mexico need three words for <laughs> the Virginia possum? That doesn't you know, make any like, sense. It's like snow. It's all over the place down there. But it's <laughs> not all over the place down there. It's all the play, over the place in Virginia. It doesn't every, make any sense. Every winter, it, <laughs> they just get possums all over the place. There's uh, so many words for it. <laughs> All right, so birds include cardinals, the state bird. Oh, it is not. No. It is not a link because no. life is pain. I did not realize it was their state bird too. Yeah, I, I think it's like five state it's birds. Pro- yeah, probably. Virginia's all up in Ohio stuff all the time. All right, hey, step off, Virginia. We we you can't have our stuff. But they do mention birds. <laughs> they do mention the cardinal later on. Oh. Oh no! And is it, that yeah? Is that linked? It's linked. It's oh, it. No. It's in a picture caption, but those count. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, it does. Oh my gosh! So, you got there in what? Two? I am going to click on cardinal. This oh. takes me to northern cap cardinal. Um, <laughs> so it does. Is that legit? I, I did say cardinal. Well, it is. Hang on. I can probably get to the one that we need to get to. Yeah, I it doesn't say northern is. cardinal is a kind of cardinal that's northern. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Wow. <laughs> it's a North American bird in the it's in the, the genus Cardi Cardinalis. So I'm guessing that we're gonna no, get that's, there. No, that's that's actually not the page either. Um I, I mean I'll take it. I'll I'll guess I'll get there eventually. <laughs> no no, we 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 can take that. That's that's pretty close. Um, the, the Northern Cardinal is probably the one that we all think of. Yeah, that is exactly what I was thinking of. Uh wow. Well well done. Well, thanks <laughs> made for a great great episode Tim <laughs> well all y'all are still getting a bird quiz yay bird um, quiz so as you <laughs> bird, bird quiz, quiz. <laughs> bird quiz um, so uh, as you might suspect there are a number of species of oh, birds mentioned on this page a lot I oh, guess. Maybe plenty. all of them. <laughs> um, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> I am going to name a bunch of uh, potential birds. Potential birds. And I want you to tell me if they are a bird, a real bird, or not. Uh, <laughs> just, just for the uh, sake of argument, Potential Birds is a great Jack Johnson album. That is true. Mm. If Jack Johnson was a good performer. Yeah! Oh, wow! <laughs> We are, so, oh. we are so divisive today. I know. Yes. <laughs> Call in. Leave your opinion. Okay. So here we go. Um, let's start off with the great frigate bird. Oh, that's got to be real. Uh, yeah, I want it to be. It is real. Hey. Frigate bird is a very large bird that um, has like a, a pouch in its throat. Uh-huh. And it'll inflate it to like attract a mate. Yeah, male will. It's pretty cool. Hot. Um, the crested, the Go crested ahead. buka. What? The, the crested buka. 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 B o o k a. It sounds like oh. a Russian Russian bird. I'm down. Nope. I'm gonna say yes. No. Oh. It is. It is an enemy from Earthbound. Oh. Yes. The uh, the harder version is the great crested buka. Oh my gosh. The the superb crested buka. <laughs> superb. superb. Um honey guides. Honey guides? Honey guides. Yeah. I really want that to be a bird. That sounds adorable. It is a bird. Yay. Uh The Rock. Not Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> ROC. Uh well, oh, so the bird it, it is a rock. Yeah, just rock. Uh, uh yeah, that sounds like 
It's I'm a bigger bird. No, because it, you're going to say like it's it is a specific bird to like a fantasy story of some kind. So no, it is a mythological bird. So yay! And I called that the Eastern Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's a real bird. Yes, it is. Yay. The sun bittern. No. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well, <clears throat> are you just playing odds at this point, Sky? Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Sky. No, it's not a real bird. It is a real bird. What? No. Yeah. Uh, sun bittern. How did you do that to me, Sky? Got uh, <laughs> The yellow tailed ahi. Yes. That's a fish. Because I'm sure it's... <laughs> That's mahi. No, it's a fish. Yeah. Uh, mahi's a form of tuna. Oh, dang it. <laughs> um, the owlet nightjar. Yeah. Oh, and yes. Yes. Also, uh, that's got to be a death metal band if not. If not, someone needs to get on that. Nightjar is a good death metal band name. The yes. wood swallow. Yes. No. Why are you laughing? Yeah, what no, are you laughing not about? Laughing. Not laughing. Come on. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a bird. Totally a bird. It is a bird. <laughs> what? No. Yep. It is a bird. Yeah. The majestic wood swallow. Yep. <laughs> and uh, finally, the Falco Lombardi. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, technically. <laughs> it's not a real bird. It is, it is one of the pilots in Star Fox. <laughs> and that is my quiz. That was amazing, Tim. That was good. Um, so, much. so from here, I think I would have um, clicked on Passerine, which oh. is a um, like a, a subdivision. <laughs> and that's not how it goes, but <laughs> I mean, a, a subspecies of bird, which encompasses the songbirds. That actually, uh, that that superb fairy bird, fairy wren, is a passerine. Let me see if that would have linked to cardinal. Um, there's the family Cardinalidae. Okay, you guys um, both got into the same which page. which redirects to cardinal bird. Oh, oh, oh man, you would have gotten right there too. Yep. Well, good job, both of you guys. Thanks. Was, that was a that was a quick run, uh, but yeah. I, I did not realize there would be four different pages about cardinals. <laughs> so which came first, the Roman Catholic Church cardinals or the cardinal birds? Oh, man. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Are I'm there Protestant see... cardinals? Mm. <laughs> no, those no. are woodpeckers. They, they nail little theses to the different tree. <laughs> Oh, oh, I get, I get what you're asking now. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I was thinking like Roman Catholic cardinal was like a subspecies no. of the actual bird. No, no. <laughs> you're talking about cardinals as in the cardinals as in members as of the Roman Catholic of, Church. Yes, okay. yes. I want to say, now that if, <laughs> because you asked that. Yeah. I actually want to say that it's probably the Roman Catholic cardinal. That and came first. Yeah. And then we recognized the bird. Yep. It was like, hey, that looks like the thing that we call They wear the red robes, the red caps. Yep. Wow. I'm just admiring some of the awesome mohawks. Oh, man. They have the some of these cardinals mohawks. in the yeah. photos in here. So jealous of some of these mohawks. There's also a... Oh, wow. So, wait a minute. What are all these? The species list. So, I guess there are cardinals that aren't... Like, they're in the cardinal family. Mm-hmm. But, but they're not cardinal cardinals. Right. Um, like the sooty ant tanager, the indigo bunting, and the oh, dick man. sizzle. I'm sorry, say again. The dick sizzle. Okay. All right. Yep. Birds just have same, bad names. Same guy. Same guy named the, the wood swallower. Yeah. Who does that? Not swallower. Just oh, swallow. It oh, might sorry. as well be. Sorry, let's back. <laughs> Wood swallower. Oh um, no. <laughs> so I gotta talk about the song, <laughs> the song that the cardinal makes, and how the guy who wrote this article decided that it, they he would describe the song of the cardinal. 
This is so great. Some common phrases are described as cheer a dote, cheer a dote, 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 pretty, pretty, pretty. Who it, who it, who it, who it, what cheer, what cheer, wheat, 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 cheer, 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 what, 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 what. <laughs> I just love it. I want to point out. West's latest album. <laughs> yep. I want to point out. Track. That the, um, that this is linked to two different things. So one person. Oh, yes. And it's uh, they have the um, uh, someone cited like the first oh, so, half of yeah. it, first half of it. And then someone else was like, nope, that's not enough. And someone added and cheer, cheer, cheer. cheer. What, 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 the, the what? first part is from Common Birds and Their Songs um, <laughs> by Elliot Lang or Lang Elliot done by Huffington Millen Field Guides. And then the second part is. Apparently, the the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, yeah, uh, you know, describes it that way. So, so I'm listening to the. They have a clip here of the Northern Cardinal as well. Listen or singing. It sort of sounds like what they're saying here. It's like 30 seconds of of them saying what what what. Yeah, I love the Cardinal song. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. They have a picture here. The male often feeds the female as part of their courtship behavior, which is Aww. adorable. Yeah, that is that is pretty cute. Uh, but yeah, the, those Mohawks are the best. I I really like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but they are awesome. Oh man, these birds are so cool. Uh, it does actually have in the subspecies. Tim, you were reading in there as well. Uh, like Florida, Floridanus, I guess has its own one, has its own cardinal. Uh, and there is a superb cardinal as well. Superbus. Nice. Yeah. So these birds are just feeling all superior to other birds. So, yeah. Well, good run guys. Uh, we had, that that was a a little bit of a quicker one, I guess, but, uh, I think I still hold the record, right? It's, is it two? Did you get there in two clicks? Uh, I think it was three, right? Because yeah, Washington, Virginia, Virginia and Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals yeah. 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 So close. Uh, well, I am, uh, I'm glad that we get to check out some really cool birds along the way, along with some ones that are named some very terrible things. Why are people doing that to birds? Why, why would you do that to a bird that you just, just discovered? But anyway, it's memorable. Dick Sissel. <laughs> it's that <laughs> memorable is a word that you could use for those things. So, uh, if you want to hear more of us uh, making sort of terrible jokes based on bird names, uh, you can making, check out some, making birds feel bad, <laughs> making birds feel bad. You can check out some of the rest of our podcasts by uh, heading to iTunes uh, where you can download or subscribe or download some of our older podcasts. You can also rate us. Please do that. Uh, and, and leave us comment, uh, which we promise we'll read on the air, which is pretty neat. Um, you can also check us out on, uh, is it, it's WordPress or blogspot. Sorry. Yeah. WSKBcast.blogspot.com. You can also check out our Twitter, uh, Twitter feed, uh, at WSKBcast. You can search for us on Facebook as we should know better. And if you feel like heading to our Tumblr, which Sky is not updated, uh, because no. no one clicks on it. Um, it is WSKBcast.tumblr.com. Uh, did I miss anything? Is that all of us? I think that's it. All right. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for uh, coming with me from Daylight Saving Time to to Cardinals. Uh, it's I, a good time. I'm, I'm sorry that I had such a, you know, just a, such a strong reaction to Daylight Saving Time. I have a very strong reaction to Daylight Saving I Time, too. I, I noticed. I think it's awesome. That, <laughs> that's okay. We, we can agree to disagree. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, we can agree <laughs> that someone's wrong. That's fine. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've been waiting to use that <laughs> since this, since we started this podcast. No. Nope. Uh, so yeah, so when when I told you guys uh, our opening page there, where you just you were just like, oh yeah, the best thing in the world. And that's yeah, that's it's <laughs> my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is okay too. I just think it's terrible. And <laughs> Why do you think it's terrible? Do you think it's terrible just because it, it messes your sleep up? Is yeah. You're thinking? Yes. I already Which is have something enough. you already struggle with. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have a hard enough time as it is sleeping and then just have the sun cut into more of it. Yeah. But I mean, then 
in the fall you get an extra hour right and da 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 yeah yeah but, then <laughs> I could, but i could have that all the time no I mean, you I, can't it's <laughs> arbitrary think about it if you didn't do this you wouldn't get that extra hour no it doesn't matter <laughs> no if we didn't all right <laughs> are you saying off. are you saying that in the morning the sun wakes you up yes yes it does why because it is bright <laughs> because it is bright and my window is close to the sun okay okay so let me see um sunrise sunrise in michigan which is probably gonna be about you know i'll do this sunrise in ohio Mm -hmm. in your undisclosed location in ohio at 3 (laughs) a.m sunrise okay so 6 20 a.m that sounds about right okay and you have to be out of the door when yeah, I'm probably already up most of the time by then anyway, but yeah. still, still. Otherwise, you would be, it would be what? Because it would be 7.20 when the sun gets up? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'm already on Meanwhile, the there are children waiting for the bus at that time. That's terrible. Who, uh, <laughs> yeah, you. I see every morning because the sun's up. Otherwise, who knows? Okay, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Even so, I don't like getting up any earlier. <laughs> but you're not. It's it's, so, it's totally subjective. <laughs> I agree. Yep. I still don't like it. Anyway, thank you guys for being part of this. <laughs> There's one guy in college that was trying to tell me that we just shouldn't have time zones. Whoa, wait. What? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that guy was like, why do we have... We're we're a global community now. Like we have the internet. Everyone could just set the time. I'm like, what are you talking about? So like it's seven AM in 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 New York City. It's seven AM in Bangkok. It's seven AM in Ireland. I'm like, okay. So what yeah. what? But then he's like, then if you're like, hey, dude in Bangkok, let's have this phone interview at seven AM, it's the same for you. And it's like, why are you having one at seven AM? That's really early for a phone interview. <laughs> It's like, yeah. and it's like, so, but, but wait, so then do pe- people go to bed at like, pe- people go to bed at like 3 a.m. and get up? I mean, I know people do. Yes, but like, I was going to say, that's not. But yeah, and he's like, yeah, everybody would just adjust because it's all subjective. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and it is subjective, but it's like, don't make the rules pertain to the globe. Like, it's definitely more convenient to have it be yes. based on local time. Just so you know, you can deal with that. That's true. Just you I, I find it weird, weird that a gynecologist thinks about this. Like, why would he be concerned about this? I don't know. Like, is this something that happens? Like, does he run into this issue frequently? I have no idea why you think it's a gynecologist. That's um, what you said. No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not hear that. I is totally that why you laughed so hard? Yes, I did. I really heard you say that word. I said in college. In college. Oh, my gosh. Just as gynecologist, I know. <laughs> I, that's why I was going to That's why I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, why are you talking to it okay i i'm sorry i really thought that's what you said that's amazing yeah that's well that's what we get with skype thanks skype i think he was a business major so <laughs> oh is that so yeah, so put, putting putting business meetings ahead of actual people is yeah. pretty much so, far for the course there i guess yeah i guess so <laughs> Well, thank you guys for coming along with me anyway, even though I don't understand. As an English major, I want to put my existential crisis ahead of the convenience of people. Remind us that everything is subjective. That's fair. Yeah. And, and, we, and only, we only prescribe meaning to things. Yeah, just like the way that it's subjective that, you know, it's not really going to be two weeks to the next podcast. It's just going to feel like it. It's just going to feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really two weeks. It's we just decide it's not but yeah exactly so all yeah right. we'll see how it goes i we might get back to weekly if once things kind of cool down for us but yeah. otherwise or maybe we start another project i don't know oh man yeah, possibly i have more oh, time all about birds yeah all about the terrible names of birds. terrible named birds why are <laughs> just imagine a podcast where we just try to describe the calls of birds we've heard <laughs> <laughs> More like a wee 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 wee. No, no, no it was more of a. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was that was an ambulance. 
It was more of a herp, 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 herp. <laughs> the seal actually, bird. Actually, it's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> See? We can do this, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Let's close down this podcast and do a bird call podcast. All right. All right. I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Some common phrases. Some common phrases. Some common phrases are described as cheer a dope, cheer a dope, 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 dope. Some common phrases are described as who it, who it, who it, who it. Some common phrases are so I gotta talk about the song. <laughs> so I gotta talk about the song, <laughs> the song that the cardinal makes. <laughs> cheer, cheer, cheer! What, 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 what? Some common phrases: who it, who it, who it, who it. The the first part is from Common Birds and Their Songs. Some common phrases by Elliot Lang or Lang who Elliot. It, who it, who it, who it? Apparently, the the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. Some common phrases are. <laughs> I just love it. Some common phrases are. Cheer, cheer, cheer. What, 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 what? Yep. I love the Cardinal song. <laughs>